Welcome back to another episode of Time Out with the Sports Doctor. I want to start off this podcast by saying thank you, not only to my listeners, um, but to the previous guest and for everyone who's continued to support this podcast over the last two and a half years. On Father's Day of 2021, we went off on this adventure of Time Out with the Sports Doctor, not really knowing where it would take me or all the interesting guests that I would come into contact with. But over the last two and a half years, we have released 133 episodes, one every week. And, you know, that's an accomplishment. So one thing that I struggle with sometimes is giving myself credit for what I do. I tend to downplay my accomplishments. I'd rather somebody else on the back than to pat my own self on the back. But being able to show up consistently for the last 130 weeks to produce episodes is an accomplishment. And it's not something that I was able to do alone, which is even better. It's something that I was able to do um, because of the community that we've developed on this podcast. So thank you for everyone who's come on as a guest um, to share, starting to get some data about the podcast. I've had over 25 medical specialties uh, represented on this podcast which is over 35 to 40 individual medical professionals from orthopedic surgeons to pediatric dentists to ER physicians, psychologists, psychiatrists, pharmacists, and also having pro and collegiate athletes, having entrepreneurs of all sorts, lawyers, um, accountants, CPAs. So that's something that I pride myself with, which is the diversity on this podcast, not only from a age and gender standpoint, also race, um, but from a specialty standpoint as well, because I feel that this is truly the place where life, sports, and medicine intersects. Many people that come on this podcast might check every box that I was talking about, a former athlete who is a professional, who is a medical professional, or who is an entrepreneur. So what we do is stick to the main principles that we started off with to help you strengthen your mindset, to help you grow your assets and to help you achieve whatever level of success that you want to achieve. First, you have to define what success means to you. And then we want to give you practical tips and tools of how to achieve that. And I feel one way of doing that is by showing many different stories of success or about sharing those stories of success and by being able to connect individuals together. Um, because this platform is not only for me to be able to get here and give a message. I want to be able to amplify as many stories as possible um, and to be able to show that success is achievable no matter where you come from, no matter how you started, um, and that you, as long as you have determination, drive, and grit, and willingness to overcome obstacles, which is, I feel, a part of the formula for success, you can do whatever you want to do. So what we're going to do today, we're going to look back over some of the top episodes from 2023. You know, this is something that I like to do, but at the same time, just because an episode got more downloads, more views, does not mean that it is a better episode than anything else. Because I feel that there's quality in every episode and it hits home with different audiences. Um, but that's what I want to do. I want to build a library of audio and visual content so that when I meet someone who might be going through a certain situation, I have a referral basis to connect them with. So we're going to go through uh, some of the top moments on this podcast in the last year. Uh, one thing that I've been thinking about for a while 
I was talking about the diversity on this podcast, but I wanted to make it open to as many people as possible. So going into 2024, I'm going to come up with an open mic concept, so to speak. Um, but if you know someone who you want to hear from on this podcast, or if you know, have a friend or colleague that you know would connect well with this audience, please share their information. There's an intake form we'll include in the show notes um, that you can fill out for not only yourself or for someone else and make that referral. We'll greatly appreciate it. So tune into this episode. I hope you enjoy it. I hope everyone's having a good holiday season as it approaches with Thanksgiving um, as well with Christmas right around the corner. I know this can be a stressful time for many people, uh, but we are here. We're going to continue to give you content each and every week. And thank you for your support. You know, on Time Out with the Sports Doctor, this is your final time out. I want you to be able to just kind of talk about your life in general. Grew up in India, you know, coming to the United States, being able to see a different way of living. How has that all kind of played into what you're doing now and your hunger to be able to become financially free? Yes. Yeah, so like I said, progress is happiness. And that, that means a lot to me. I want to be able to not only do it for myself, if I can do it, I think anybody can do it, you know. Uh, starting from basketball and then going into medicine and, you know, exploring real estate and doing real estate. I think when you set your hearts and minds into something, you can do whatever you want, you know, and it's just the mindset. You know? yeah. And I want to keep that mindset going. And uh, there's a lot to have in this world. It's an abundance mindset, but always keep in mind that, you know, you always have, uh, should always have a place to serve others, you know, and that's, that's the basis of humanity. And that's what I truly believe in. I encourage anybody out there that want to quit, keep going, keep going. Recently, I just started a mentorship program. We got a mentorship program at the high school, kind of high school. I go in once a month and we teach them about culinary. And I got another mentorship where I do some work at the junior high, teach them how to do interview skills. And once a month, we go in and give a young man a shirt and a tie so he can get ready for his next interview. I mean, so it's not just about at first, when I first moved out here, I hated it. I didn't like Lubbock at first. And God came to me and he said, Rod, stop looking at what Lubbock could do for you and look at what you can do for Lubbock. And my whole life changed. You know, and this is a concept that I'm thinking more and more about. There's no philosophical reference, but it just makes sense in my head. The way that I think about it is there's so much we're meant to do in this world. And there are many, almost like many lifetimes we have in one lifetime, right? right? Where my life before now was one lifetime. And this year I get to experience a whole lifetime. And then when I get back from this and I go back to clinical medicine, whatever that's going to look like, that's going to be a different lifetime. And if we keep hoarding, right? And I'm a GI doc, so y'all know I'm going to talk about poop. But if you literally <laughs> keep keeping the poop, that needs to get out, which is yeah. the stuff you need to get done. You're not yeah. going to get the floor of the stool that needs to get out. So you're going to be walking about constipated and obstipated because you kept on keeping that plug of stuff, which may be a book you need to write or a business you need to start, a program you need to take, a podcast you need to subscribe to. Like, just get it out because the gold that needs to come out just needs to come out after yeah. this. But it's not going to come out because you're not going to be the right person yet until you do the stuff that you need to do. On time out with the sports doctor, this is your final time out. So, you know, you've come a long way and I'm proud of you for what you achieved and what you've overcome to achieve, right? Like you mentioned, life wasn't easy for you. And 
There's not a lot of people giving away things in Mississippi, as you know. Sometimes there's a lot of promises, but not a lot of follow through. But you've been able to make it to the highest league in uh, professional football, you know, and that's something that you cannot take for granted. So speak to the young athlete, you know, who feels like they have the chip stacked against them, no matter what their circumstance is now, about how they can continue to chase their dreams and continue to achieve, you know, whatever level of success that they want. Yeah, I actually keep working. You know, I was once in that position myself. I was once, as you saw already, I was once one of those guys who came out with zero stars, you know, who was scrawny, you know, who a lot of people thought, man, he may not make it as far as he do. Maybe when he get to college, he'll never play a snap. But you just got to keep chopping the wood. And the most important thing, you got to have confidence in yourself. You know, if you don't have confidence and faith in yourself, then you'll never be able to make it to where you want to be. And, uh, you know, just keep chopping the wood, man. You got to hit the weight room. That, that's an important part as well. You got to keep the strength in your body to that could prevent most of those injuries. You know, keep your technique clean. Uh, just keep working, man. You know, everything will work out in due time. And uh, even when I had times where I felt like I wanted to give up sometime, where I wanted to quit, where I may felt like that workout was too hard, even with me having two, sur three surgeries on my knees, you know, I never stopped right there because I knew the uh, destination that I wanted to make it to. And I knew that I had people behind me that were supportive of me as well. And I know as a young athlete, you have a lot of people who are supportive as you. And as you go along and uh, it may not work out as you want it to, you got to still keep that faith in yourself. You know, just yeah. keep working, man. I'm a, uh, it's somebody with you. You always need a team. That's another thing, man. You always need a team. There's nothing that you can be done, uh, nothing that you can do alone. So just keep working. I've had a recent epiphany. Wow. I almost started to cry. I'm going to try to get through this without crying. So I had really bad COVID last week. And historically, I've been able to work sick, right? We already kind of touched on that part. Right. I could not do anything. Uh, for four days, I was out. I had to cancel meetings. I had crazy guilt about canceling meetings. I had crazy anxiety about not cooking dinner for my kids who are now 14 and 16. And I had a resounding epiphany that even now, right, 10 years later, I still put a lot of my self-worth in doing and producing and accomplishing. And we're talking about four days that I still did not have the grace to give myself a break. And literally was apologizing to my husband and kids for being useless. And they looked at me and they're like, what are you talking about? You did not choose to have COVID. You did not choose that it was going to knock you out like this. It's okay to take a break. And I'm like, huh, wise children. My hair have fishes in it and bloodness. And then we'll be like, I'm God is my protector. God loves me. I'm a good giver. I'm a good I'm a good student. I'm creative, smart. We'll go do that. And it'll make me feel like really good. If I'm stressed over a test, 
that I'm like, I'm ready to do this, but I don't have the confidence. And then we'll wake up and we'll do those. I'm like, I'm ready to do this and I'll ace it. So what's your favorite affirmation, Derek? That I am a child of God. I'm a child of God. That's a great one. What's my favorite one? What do y'all think my favorite affirmation? I'm a good giver. I give up being... Oh, I give up being perfect to, for being authentic. So what does that one mean to you? I think it means like... Well, let's... Let oh, Derek yeah, show. there you go. Rather being perfect than being authentic means that rather than trying to fit in, be different. All right, be yourself, right? Yeah. It's okay to be yourself. It means not to be the only, like, you don't have to be glazed donut and a glazed donut liver. You can be a donut with sparkles, a sprinkle of it, and chocolate ice cream on it. <laughs> so be your unique donut. Yeah, be your unique donut. All and eventually right. you'll taste yummy. So if you could move without having to undergo the change and transition, would you be excited about it? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, yeah, that's one thing with change, with life. You know, I've been through a lot of change, right? So we moved a lot because of training. We moved a lot because of jobs. And I've it can be difficult. I've about that. So I haven't had one stable place my whole life. I've been moving all the time. But what's the benefit of that, would you say? Probably meeting new people and meeting new personalities and, like, Having a good impact, but sometimes it's not always like always the same. But you learn something different every time. Well, you something. know, on timeout with the sports doctor, this is your final timeout. So, Coach Tony, hey, you already know how important that final timeout is. Use it, use it wisely, right? But you know, as we're talking about this, I'm hearing the word legacy, right? So, you know, what do you want, or how do you want to impact the legacy of the family? You know, just each person, just kind of think on that. And what does the family legacy, you know, what we're carrying on, we know that we were kings and queens, right? And so many times that you can forget that and you just know that we see the struggle when we look at American history many times, we just see the struggle of fighting for freedom and fighting for um, justice and fighting for the ability to be in the same room. And now we've been able to be into that room and we've been able to benefit from you know, the emancipation, and we've been able to benefit from civil rights, but there's more, right? It's not just surviving. So what do you want our family legacy to be? What do you want the legacy to be that we're going to pass on to the next generation? Oh, man, I look at it as, Derek, we've been here since sharecroppers, right? And now we're here in space age, and it's still growing. Our kids, our little cousins are going to see things that we're never going to see, experience things that we're probably never going to get an opportunity to experience. So, you know, me personally, I would like to see the legacy go back to those big reunions that I mentioned a moment ago, back to where the family gets together. Because nowadays, as they say, you got social media, you got things like this. You can now, who, I'd have never thought, I, I started off, you know, for those that don't know, I started off in communication when communication was just now popping off in the early 90s. Um, spent 17 years of that doing that. And I remember building networks and we were just laughing going out to 1G, right? Now we have 5Gs. I would never imagine a George Jetson type cartoon for reality that you can get on a driverless car and it take you shopping or take you to the airport or you can order food, sit on your couch and someone rings your doorbell 
you know, and drops it off or grocery shop. You know, all those to me are things that have, yeah, made society easier to deal with, but it's made it lazier to become close to your family because when you can't do something, the first excuse is, well, just, you know, follow me up or just, well, we get on FaceTime. Or we can do this and that. It's, it's not the same as being in your face and laughing and joking and touching you and talking to you. So I hope the legacy of the family, man, is just to make sure that this year when we get to the family union, we kind of set the next decade up mm-hmm. and not just, you know, who can we do this and that over the next few years? I think the great idea was every other year mm-hmm. have it back at home in Alabama, right? So that makes it easy. So yeah. why not look at the next five years outside? You know, we know next year we're working to get get it here in Nashville with me. Then I think this year we should already be working on, you know, going to 27, wherever else. And I think that as you come with that plan, you kind of have an idea. Okay, gotcha. I see where we're going over the next few years. And you can build on that. And I think that builds that legacy within itself. Yeah, yeah. Now, I agree with you, Tony. Um, I, I, I agree 100% with you. And I, I think it's... It's like you said, it's someone stepping forward and, and being the example and saying, hey, if I can do it, you can do it. Um, and it's the legacy I would like to see for the family is, like you said, when when we old and gray, you know, that I hope the family is still coming together. Um, right. So that's, that would be the legacy and, and seeing it pass on and not just like you said before, Tony, like you saw a gap where it just stopped. And so. And that's the one thing about anything you do, whether it's podcasts, reunions, or whatever else, if you ever allow the momentum to die, it's hard to get it back. So uh, just like everything else that we put in in our work, our careers, and everything, it's consistency, and it's showing up every day. And I see the same for our families is we just got to show up and be there. If some won't, then we may have to be the ones to step up and do it. Uh, But that's part of leadership. And I think that's the role of us as as men of the family, is we got to be the leaders that move us forward um, into the next decade. Um, but if we don't do it, who's going to do it? All right, yeah. so time out with the sports doctor. This is your final time out. So, you know, number one, thank you for sharing. This has been an awesome episode. And I think the guard my practice that you built um, is going to really impact the healthcare environment in general, especially the education piece that you're doing. And, you know, somebody's sitting there saying, wow, she's already done it. I can't do it. You know, and we many times we second guess ourselves. But what did you have to overcome? Because you're already been in practice for 20 years. And then you say, you know what? I want to start something new. What did Mm -hmm. you have to overcome as far as imposter syndrome or whatever to do what you're doing now? That is such a great question. In fact, I have a surgeon and and we're both like entrepreneurs. You know, I'm a lawyer. She's a surgeon. But we both kind of act as a sounding board for each other. That imposter syndrome is real. Like if I'm a 20, you know, almost 22 year health lawyer who has a lot of knowledge and I've done this and I think, oh man, I suck at this. You know, what was I thinking? How many times have I laid the bed going, what was I doing? Why did I start this? You know, I could have just been happy in my law firm and I could have just been happy with that. Why did I start this whole another thing? And yet, you know, when you get to the other side of it and you start selling and starts being extra income and you realize, okay, my vision Trust your vision. I think that's what I'm saying. And that's what we have to tell each other when we're in the throes of the bad situation where it's like, we're not selling enough. We really thought this would be more popular really early on. It's just, you had that vision back two years ago for a reason, right? You had that gut feeling that's like, do this. This is needed. You're going to solve a problem in the world. 
And I kid you not, this is how I feel about it, Derek, but I just, I feel that if five people watch this videos and it solved their problems, like, you know, it's just like if you help one person, right? I mean, it's still valuable. So I don't care at the end of the day, I don't want to go broke, but I don't care how successful it is as long as it helps the people that watch it. And I, maybe that is a lesson for when you start something. You're like, well, am I helping anyone? So maybe it's worth it. Maybe that one person that I save is going to save humanity, <laughs> not to be a video game, but you know, it's never know. So you just have to look at that like instinct. It's like, I had this instinct for a reason. I happen to be a very faithful person. So I'm like, if I have these yearnings and these leanings, I follow them because I feel like there's a reason for it. So that's, I think that's my advice. It's just really got to trust your gut. So on timeout with the sports doctor, this is your final timeout. So you've shared a lot about your background and your story. And, you know, thank you for sharing that background because it makes me understand and it helps the audience relate more to your drive. Um, but there's uh, many people who have ideas and have a determination to make a change, but feel inferior. You know, that's one word that you mentioned or are paralyzed with the fear of what could go wrong. So if you could just speak to someone who knows they have an idea, know that they have a way that they can really impact the world, um, but are stuck in getting started, just speak to that person for me. Um, I think for me, it's reframing the way you look at negative experiences. So when I look back and I've said, I don't relate to that person, but I still carry all those lessons. And I think the biggest thing was adversity. If you're coming from that kind of perspective, adversity does not define who you are. It's not the totality of who you are. Yes. And if you reframe it in a positive way and say, Adversity gives you skills and experiences and mind, a mindset that you can carry through life and whatever you are faced with, you know you're going to be okay. You know you're going to deal with it. You know that, yes, it might be hard. It might, for a while, you might have to take a step back, but you're still moving forward and to keep focused on that adversity makes you stronger. Yes. And it's it actually, for me, I look at it as having been a positive thing to get me to where I am in my life now, and not just now, but to carry me through the rest of my life. So those valuable, valuable skills learned through adversity, I see as a positive. I don't see them as a negative at all. And um, that it's about self-growth. And so don't focus on when people say to me, you know, um, they focus on getting rich and the financial wealth. You're looking at the wrong things because I've been there and I've been in that position and I absolutely know that mindset. But then when you start to think about why do you want those things? Why do you want the finances? Why do you want the wealth? And actually what we're looking for is to be happy. And so look at other ways that can make you, and, and people say, yeah, but it, those material things will make me happy. They won't. 
because it's not until you you think they will and it's not until you get them you realize how unimportant they really are so you can have your nice sports cars you can have a nice house you can have a boat you can have all those things and then when you get them you realize i really don't feel that different it's not brought me what i expected it to bring me and um i don't know if you've heard of there's a, a uk entrepreneur called stephen bartlett no. and i just he he's an amazing amazing young man and he wrote a book called happy sexy millionaire so he had set himself a target of achieving a million pounds and this is what he expected these were his goals he was going to be happy he was going to be sexy he was going to develop this six pack and he was going to be this millionaire so those were the you know that's what he, he was only a very young man when he yeah. set those goals for himself and then when he achieved it he said he felt really deflated that actually his expectations of what it would feel like to get there did not meet the reality of being in that situation so going on to say that you read so many books that push you down this route of wealth is the panacea and with wealth will come happiness it will not because it's about you can't run away from yourself and you can't you know your own expectations of what that's going to bring you you have to really think about that so it's about us i think a journey about yourself it's a journey about learning not how much money i can get because a great quote i like is there are no pockets in shrouds and no one on their deathbed ever said i wish i'd spent more time at the office right. so i i you know i always think of those things so it's about a journey of learning about yourself, who you are, um, what you want out of life and what is important to you in life. And you can be so rich without 10 designer handbags and three sports cars. You know, you, you can be rich in different ways. That's not to say that you can be totally happy if you've got nothing either. You know, it's... Uh, Money doesn't buy you happiness, but, and I do get that uh, without money, you can be very unhappy. Well, time out with the sports doctor. This is your final time out. So first of all, thank you for your time. You know, thank you for bringing this wealth of knowledge to uh, the podcast. But what I want you to do, you know, most people will say, okay, he's training with these elite athletes. Sure. You know, but it hasn't, you didn't just walk into this job, right? No. Like you mentioned, you've taken your life experience, you've taken failures, you've taken success, and you've used that all to get to where you are now. So just speak to that person who has large dreams and you know things might not be going exactly the way that they want them right now, but how they can push through adversity to still you know, achieve success in the end. You know, it's a cliche that you have to believe. First of all, your gifts will make room for you. And... If you truly believe you're operating within your gifts, then you have to walk in faith in that and you have to trust that process. But you have a responsibility to pour into that gift so it can be expanded upon. That's totally on you. But you first start, you have to first and start with your belief. 
if you believe in that, that's what you're supposed to do, then you do everything in your power to be successful at it. God to do the rest. Is there's time and there's a window where you're not achieving the things that you feel like you should check yourself out of that because a lot of the times we fall short is because of our own expectations. There should be any expectation you put on yourself because then you're not allowed to embrace the process of development. There is a process that God puts you through. And I'm a man of faith that that time's needed for you to develop for what he has planned for you in the future. But he's not going to allow you to move too fast if you're not ready because then you're going to squander it. So be patient and embrace it. The journey changes anyway right. doing that process. It's, that's where all the fun is. It's in the process of learning all the skills that develop over time. And when you look up, you're like, oh, shoot, you might have some, you'll reach a point that you might forget some of the just as much as you are gaining knowledge as you're growing and developing at whatever you're trying to do. My first, all my athletes were children in the beginning. Some of them athletes that were children are now pros that I'm still coaching to this day. Five right. and six year old, eight, nine years in the league. How many people can say that at the time? I was like, this has got to happen. Yeah. But now, how I many, you know, I have a story to tell. But if I wasn't, when I had to check myself, when I started getting, putting these self-expectations in front of me of what I felt like I should be. And we live in a society now to where it's crazy because of social media. And you see all these things just distracting, telling you where you should be at this stage of your career. No, your journey is your journey. And your timing of when it's time for you to blossom will come. But stay within that. And keep trusting that process. And I don't even want to use the cliche, trust the process, walk in faith. And things are coming together for you. Thank you for continuing to support this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave a five-star review. And if you haven't done so, subscribe so you continue to get the updated episode. Until later, peace. Hey, time out with the sports doc. Keep our head right in the game. We ain't never stopping. You are now tuned in. Trust, you don't want to miss Life, sports, and medicine.